0: You're listening to the Do The Damn Thing Podcast with Liz Heron, episode 48. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do The Damn Thing Podcast. My name is Liz Heron and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, This show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Do the Damn Thing podcast. I am your host, Liz Heron, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. How are you doing? This week, there has been a lot of news about Cities and countries opening up after this COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, are you in a place that's opening up? I'm. I'm in California. We're not quite there yet, um, and so we're still in sh- on uh, shelter in place. And but I've been seeing all these stories about places that are kind of opening up here in the U S. as well as abroad. I think there was a lot of news today or yesterday about, you know, Italy and Spain and Germany. And so I'm just really curious, like if you're in a place that's opening up, how are you feeling about it? What's, you know, what's your plan? Um, I'm excited about the idea of things opening up. Um, I'm also really curious to see what the world is like now right? like I feel like we've been in the world, but not really in the world. We've been like of the world. And so I'm really curious, like, what's going on? Like, what is the world like now? Um, and uh, I was just trying to make sure my microphone was on because I feel like the last couple of shows I've done, I've talked and talked to them and like, oh, microphone's off. So just goes to show you that even after, what, 47, 48 episodes Right, we're still figuring this out, right? You can still kind of make those make those mistakes, um, but yeah. So what I was saying was, like, I really am curious to what it's going to be like, right? Like out in the world, and like how are people going to, you know, act and be, and what are things going to be like? You know, I it really feels like it's going to be this different kind of. World order, or you know, the way we do things is going to change, and we're gonna to have to adapt to different things. And so, I'm just really curious, you know, if people's habits will change, um, what we're going to keep from this time, right? What we're going to like let go of and be glad to be rid of, um. You know, it's funny, my sister's doing a bunch of home improvement projects on her house and, you know, redoing her whole backyard because, you know, they've been spending a lot of time in there. And it's just so funny because we were like, oh, my gosh, like, you're never going to want to leave. And then it's like, well, actually, maybe you will want to leave. But also, like, you know, I, you know, I know a lot of people who've been doing these improvement projects around their home because they've been spending so much time there and really making it a place that they want to be. Right. And so I wonder if that's going to change. And um, she has said she's going to have like a a house. Warming or house rewarming party <laughs> once it's all done, and I'm like that's something I'm looking forward to is seeing my family and being able to like hug them and squeeze on them, and same thing with my friends, just being able to go grab coffee with a friend right, and just kind of like even if it's just like sitting on a bench at the beach like it's just things like that like being close to people, so that's what I'm kind of looking forward to um those are kind of things that i definitely will um won't be taking for granted again. And I'm just really curious. It's like what it is that you're going to want to keep from this time. If there's something that you've learned about yourself, um, things that you are like, oh my gosh, I started doing this and I really like it. Or there's things that like you haven't been able to do and you're like, you know what? Didn't miss it. Right. So I've learned quite a bit during this time um, about myself, about what I need. And I don't know about you. Right. But this pandemic has certainly brought all of my stuff to the surface. Like all the things I needed to let go of and release, all the things that I needed to look at and see if they were serving me, you know, limiting beliefs or thoughts that I had about, you know, my business or my parenting skills, <laughs> my relationship. It's it's really brought out like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And today on the show, I wanted to share some of the things that I've learned during this time about myself, about kind of what I need, what is important. And um in the hopes that like maybe you've got a connection there or it's something you hadn't thought of. So speaking of connection, the number one thing, I've always known that I'm an extrovert. I always knew that I loved people. I love being around people. I get energy from people. This time has really solidified the fact that connection is key for me. I love interacting with people. I love um like I said, like being around people, I get energy from that sort of stuff. And this pandemic has been an opportunity for me to really get creative on what that means, right? So maybe it's using an app like Marco Polo in order to get FaceTime with family and friends, Um, you know, sending cards, right? Little notes to friends and, and instead of being able to kind of get together with them. Um, it's also, like, I didn't realize, I knew it, but I didn't know. It. I don't know. Like, it's kind of this weird thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I know I'm extrovert. I love people. But the first few weeks of not being around people really, or, you know, being around <laughs> people outside of my family was really hard. And I kind of, um, you know, got really down and and had really low energy and and almost couldn't figure out why. Like, I was like, well, maybe I just need to work out more. Maybe I need to, you know, do this. And trying to go 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 instead of kind of really thinking about, like, gosh, what's changed? Like, I've I miss people. I miss that interaction. And social media is great for some of it, but it's that um, it's sitting with people. It's face to face stuff. It's you know just that energy exchange is something that I really really missed. Um, that said, something that I learned that was a little bit surprising to me was that I crave stillness. And this was a biggie because I'm someone who is action oriented, go, go, go. Like, what are we doing next? You know, <laughs> you know, I've got schedules of things and like, there's always something to do. And what I found was that that, that didn't help me as far as like, that wasn't, um, something that created energy for me. It was That really drained my energy. And I've always had this inkling that meditation would be helpful for me. Just always this little like thought in the back of my mind that was like, I need to do that. And I'd kind of be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I need to do that. And I know I've talked about it on the show before and I've, done um you know meditation i guess not challenges but courses or things like that and and kind of fallen off the wagon but this pandemic has really brought home how much i just need those moments of stillness and it really wasn't until this pandemic that it became vital those moments of stillness were a lifesaver. I was really struggling a few weeks back and a friend of mine had posted about a mindfulness course that she was taking or that she had taken and and was taking again with this man, Anthony Williams. And you can find him at Healing on Instagram. And it was a seven or 10 day course. And it was a game changer the way that he described things it was like you can we met three times a day which seems like a lot but hi <laughs> what are we doing what are we doing you're not going anywhere right? like we, I, I was able to kind of block out those times and for myself and it really really helped it helped me just connect to my breath connect to my body um in a way that i knew was going to be beneficial but i didn't realize it until i sat down and did it and, like I said, it was a game changer, and now I schedule in ten minutes of stillness each day, and I feel recharged and something that he recommended doing that i'm I'm gonna continue doing is once an hour so I do it at um on the thirty minute, so nine thirty ten thirty eleven thirty. I set a little alarm on my phone or a little timer, and that when it goes off, it just and it's like a nice sound. It's not like a blang, like blaring horn. It's like nice tinkle sounds. But it reminds me to check in with myself, check in with my body, check in with my breath, check in with my thoughts. And it's it's been, I like I really has changed my attitude. It's changed my anxiety level so so much. Um, I kind of didn't realize I was carrying around so much anxiety until I started doing that. So um, the other thing that I realized was that people need coaching more than ever, right? And I am in the perfect position to help them. I have had so many people reach out to schedule consults or one-off sessions. Um, I've been really just like serving clients in a way that like was only a dream a few weeks ago, and coaching is my dream job, and I love being able to help people, and this time has really solidified that for me. It was like, oh right, I'm on the right path. this is one hundred percent what I should be doing. Um, there's just so much joy in it, and um yeah, it just kind of it really, really solidified and, and honed that down for me. And so, um I'm gonna make this offer to you if you need some help. Please reach out. I'm here for you. Our first call is free, so you have nothing to lose. You can find out how, if coaching could be something that's valuable for you. Um, if you have things that you need to work through, like I said, I'm doing um one off sessions as well. In case a package isn't something that you're um that works for you, we can figure it out, right? So I'm here to help. Please reach out if you need some help. Um, the other thing that I've learned about myself and in general like I when this all started I was very much like on Twitter or constantly checking the news about things and I found that it was really unnecessary and really not helpful um it was actually pretty harmful I was anxious all the time I was constantly checking to see what else I was getting angry at you know the way um maybe certain political figures were handling things I was just getting all worked up and it was very 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 unproductive and so what i started doing was limiting the news i deleted twitter twitter i deleted i deleted twitter um because it was making me all kinds of anxious and angry and i was always checking it and so now i've kind of set this thing like i have the new york times app i turned off my notifications for that i check in with it um, in the morning, not first thing. First thing I like to um journal, do my gratitude list. I, you know, will just do more calming things in the morning and then um and then go to check the news. Kind of like once I'm like, okay, in the right frame of mind. The times that I don't do that when I will check the news first, I feel it. Like I am immediately like tense and short and anxious. And so that's what I've learned is I need to protect that time and protect my mental space. So, you know, turn off the news, turn off the, um, turn off the notifications, right? Put the phone down <laughs> because, you know, the, 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 briefings aren't helpful. The news, um, the constant updates, it's just not helpful for our, our psyches. So i the other thing that I do is I listen to my home state governors. I um consider myself um a New Yorker and a Californian, and so I listen to those two governors for updates and that's about it. And then I'm kind of like, okay, like anything else I will I'll know about it. If there's a big update or alert, I trust that I will hear about it. And there's no reason to kind of let that into your Sanctuary, right? Like your home now is kind of all things, and you get to decide what you bring in and what you keep out. And so, yes, stay connected in that way of like, okay, what do we need to know about? Right? If you need to know about if your um, the place you live is opening up and what does that look like, and you know, are masks mandatory, like those sorts of things. But keeping something on that constantly agitates you or makes you anxious is not good like you get to decide whether or not you're going to waste your precious time and breath on that sort of stuff. So that was a, um, a big learning for me. Like I could decide, right? I didn't have to be connected all the time. I could just trust that I'll, I'll find out the news when I need it. Um, another thing that I really learned is important for me is gratitude. So I do a gratitude list every day. I Sometimes they're short, sometimes they're longer. Um, if it's short, I usually know that I probably need to like go outside or like change, you know, like kind of change my um, perspective and just start naming things that are really obvious. So if you're doing, you know, if you're trying gratitude lists and you're kind of getting stuck because maybe you're in like a really foul mood, <laughs> And this is happening where I'm like, I'm not grateful for anything. Okay. What I will then do is just go for super obvious stuff. Like I'm grateful for my eyes. I'm grateful for my hands. I'm great. Like I'll just kind of look around. Like I'm grateful for electricity. I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful for, you know, my legs. I'm great. Like you just kind of name things that are really basic to just kind of get your brain to see that there is stuff all around you to be grateful for all the time. And so that is another tool that I've used to kind of keep my anxiety down because you can't be grateful and anxious at the same time. (laughs) It's really hard. I've I've tried. It's really, really hard. So by switching to gratitude and making those lists every day and making my mind see the things that I can be grateful for in a moment where I'm not feeling grateful or I'm feeling super anxious that's been um that's been a game changer for me. I always knew like oh yeah gratitude that's great great great. It wasn't until this pandemic that I realized just how much it changes my my um my attitude, right? Gratitude attitude. It changes my attitude, it changes my anxiety levels. That's been a key learning. Um <laughs> another thing that I've learned And I know I've seen this meme around that, like, you know, we need sunlight and water and and how we're basically plants. And that is definitely true for me. I need to be outside for a little bit. So for me, that means getting outside for at least 10 minutes. More when I can, you know, um, maybe working outside, maybe just sitting outside with a cup of coffee, um, if you don't have an outdoor area, you know, it's sitting by an open window. It's just kind of, you know, maybe it's standing out on a patio. Um, but just getting that fresh air, that outside time. Um, on the days when I've been inside all day, ah, I can feel it. Like my whole body just kind of withers. Like it's almost like a plant without sun. And so, sunshine and water, um, I have been trying to drink more water, and <laughs> this is an ongoing thing for me. So when I did 75 hard, I was drinking a gallon of water a day, saw the benefits, felt the benefits, loved it, and then kind of fell off of that, trying to you know get my water intake back up. Because again, I do remember how good it felt. And it just kind of feels like I have a little more energy. I'm not quite as sluggish. So that's my, my other key learning. I'm basically a plant. <laughs> um, the other lesson that I learned, which was a biggie, because this one was ingrained. So my motto <laughs> has always been like, "I can get through this, right? I can get through this." And there's times when that totally feels, um, it you know kind of makes me feel capable or committed. And at the beginning of this pandemic, that my thought was like, okay, I can get through this. And, but it wasn't calming. It was almost like I have to get through this or let's just get through this kind of became my, the loop that I was on. And white knuckling is not a great long-term strategy. And so for the first, gosh, three or four weeks, I was just hanging in there. And barely, right? I was doing whatever needed to be done in the moment, no real strategy, long-term thinking. It was very reactionary. And the thought of like, I just got to get through this. I can get through this, right? It wasn't calming me. It wasn't helpful. And I had all kinds of anxiety around what was coming next, you know, feeling out of control. Um, and now I realized that like I need a better thought <laughs> than I can get through this because it just wasn't working, and maybe for you, I can get through this it does conjure up like you know capable and competent like these feelings of you know c- commitment and um I don't know fortitude for me, it was very anxious, and this idea of like i I have no idea what's coming next, and so now I'm. I practice the thought of, I have everything I need to weather this storm, right? And I've learned to just take every day as it comes, or I'm learning to, <laughs> let's just say it's not always a hundred percent. You know, we've got a schedule for the kids and for our day. Sometimes we stick to it. Sometimes we don't. We're, you know, flexible and we need to be. And just know that like, you know, we aren't all going to be on the same page. At the same time right i've I've kind of found that no not everyone is in a good mood <laughs> at the same time, and not everyone's in a bad mood at the same time. you know it's kind of sometimes it's half and half, but to really take every day as it comes and know that I can handle it, right know that I have everything I need to weather this storm. I can get through it and um and then the last thing that i I learned. And again, these are sometimes these are things that like I knew, or I thought I knew, and then this time really just brought it all home, and solidified it was the key, or the the relationship between my mental well being and my physical activity. Um, I before the pandemic, I was working out five days a week, going to Orange Theory, really loving it. And then when this happened, you know, Orange Orange Theory started doing free workouts. I think Peloton was offering like a three month free workout trial, right? Everyone had these free workouts going on, and I did some of them, <laughs> didn't do them. I kind of I fell off, and again, anxiety through the roof. Um, just that really feeling like I was struggling and not being able to handle things. And it wasn't until I started like really making a commitment to physical activity. So whether it's a walk, for me, it needs to be a little bit more than a walk. Like I need to really exert some um, you know, energy and huff and puff and all that stuff for me to feel the benefits. Um, but it's so important to my well being. And those, you know, giving myself that time, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, it's beneficial beyond measure for me. And now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. Right. So now I know that connection. And there's no more of like, oh, let me just skip a workout because it's like, oh, wait, I know what this is going to look like and it's not going to be pretty. (laughs) So, so yeah, so those, those are really the key things that I've learned. Um, and more like, I think the, actually the most important thing now that I think about it is just to give everybody some slack, right? And trust that people are doing their best. I'm doing my best. My best isn't going to, you know, look the same as everybody else's and vice versa. Like, you know, just kind of meeting people where they are has been a really key lesson for me. And uh, I really hope that I can kind of carry that forward and keep that going as everything starts to open up and, you know, just kind of meeting myself where I am, meeting my kids where they are, meeting my partner where he is, right? Like just kind of being more accepting. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that you have um learned something during this time about yourself and that you are being gentle and compassionate with yourself and you know um that you're not kind of burning out because I think you know quarantine burnout is definitely a thing and I'm going to be talking about that next week and about like what you can do about it and how to Um, how to recognize it and how to turn it around for yourself. And um, yeah, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.